I'm going to tell you this, AJ. You better remember you're talking to the man, the one and only, the original, highly imitated, never duplicated MVP. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell, and this is episode four of Welcome to the Revolution. Uh, we've got a great podcast and show for you today. Um, I am joined today by Everett King, who is the Area 11 Program Director. That is the Greater Fort Worth area. And then A.J. Batiste, who is the Area 10 Program Director. That is the Greater Dallas area. Gentlemen, how are we today? Doing well, thank you. Doing great, doing great. Thanks, Chris. So both of y'all are involved in So Connected, as y'all are both taking part in the So Active Committee that is part of So Connected. Um, we were kind of chit-chatting before we started the show, um, how Everett's trying to uh, kill everybody with multiple leg days during the week. Um, so our So Active portion of it is, is workout, just kind of what it sounds like. And I'll kind of let Everett take over here for a second to kind of explain what they're trying to do with this uh, So Active. Yes, thank you, Chris. Um, the so active, what we're trying to uh, to do here is make sure that everyone is staying active. We know that being, you know, we're really not locked up in our, our houses, but we are pretty much to ourselves. And it can get boring. You're just sitting there watching TV and, and doing things of that nature, you know, for a little bit, you know, running back and forth myself to the chip counter and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, during this time of being quarantined, instead of just sitting there and and indulging by eating, we want to stay active. Uh, and what better way to do that is for us as staff to to show videos of us working out, exercising, doing whatever it, whatever active activity we're doing, and sharing that with our athletes our community and having them join us with that as well so what uh special olympics had uh special olympics texas has ended up coming up with is an exercise type of a deal uh we shoot videos um every day uh we were doing it twice a day now we're doing it once a day um it could be a workout it could be a dance it could be a cheerleading chance it could be um something that AJ did, and I'm going to let him touch on that. You know, he found his passion, what he loves to do, and he brought that and intensified that for us, not just as staff, but as our uh, our Special Olympic community. Um, so all we're wanting to do is just get active, get involved with the community since we can't have our competitions. And here coming soon, these activities, we're going to make them challenges where – it is a competitive type of a deal because of a lot of our athletes. They're like, okay, yeah, this is fun, but I'm not competing against. Yeah. Anybody. They miss that competition yeah, part of it. Definitely. Yeah. I want, I want the medal at the end of it. Right. Right. So those are some of the things that we're going to, uh, we're going to do and, and hopefully it blows up. Now, this is not something that we're just going to do while we're under this quarantine thing. This is something that we're going to have going on nonstop. This is going to be a part of special Olympics, Texas from now on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I have. I'll turn it over to AJ uh, with his uh, his fun virtual challenge that he gave everyone. Yeah, let's put AJ on the spot. Go for it. 
<laughs> Perfect. Um, well, uh, like Everett said, you know, we want to make sure we put out some fun, um, but active activities to keep our athletes and our partners and community engaged. Uh, we like to kind of throw a few different wrenches into the into the bowl. Um, you know, we have, for instance, we did a dance challenge one of the very first weeks um, because that was what one of our athletes had requested. Um, so then I got to thinking, well, why don't we do something a little bit out of the box? Um, so given my ridiculous basketball talent, um, I decided to do a, uh, <laughs> I decided if to do a know, If you didn't know, AJ uh, was also a comedian on the side too. <laughs> yes. That's my, that's my side job. Um, we, uh, we decided to do a church shot trash can challenge, um, so I actually, as my as my trash can in my office room thingy in my house, um, is it's an actual basketball hoop. Um, so I was inspired by that. I got a rolled up piece of paper and I did ten trick shots, all in one take, obviously, because you know that's how good it is. Um, not really, just kidding. It was definitely not one take, but I did ten trick shots and challenged everybody to do those as well. Um, I, I believe I made it everlasting, so it's something that you can go on to SO Active right now and go find and actually compete in. Um, so, you know, we're we're trying to get innovative and, and do some things um, that are outside of the box and outside of your traditional workout schedule while maintaining those traditional workouts. Um, and I know Everett and, and our group that we work with with our, our SO Active committee, um, we've been all kind of working hard and coming up with ideas and all these workouts you see are coming from different staff members throughout the state. Um, they're not just something that are exclusive to Everett or, or me or, or Chris or whoever it may be. There are several different staff members with great ideas um, to help try to keep our athletes and partners engaged. Um, so with that being said, um, I'll turn this back over to Chris, but I just wanted to let you guys know we are doing everything we can to keep you guys engaged, um, keep you guys having fun, um, so be on the lookout. We've got some more exciting things coming up. Yeah, great segue. I mean, talking about new things that we've done. Um, yesterday, Everett went live on Facebook with two workouts throughout the day, didn't you? Oh, yes, yeah? I did. Yes, I so, did. So, yeah. So that's that's the different things that we're trying to bring uh, is this live aspect to Facebook and, and things like that. So be on the lookout um, for more things like that um, live Live workouts, uh, just more live interactive. I mean, on set last Saturday, we even had our, our first live DJ party. And, and, and I know both of y'all were, were watching it. So from the standpoint of just a watcher and not somebody working it, yeah. uh, you know, what, what were your thoughts on, on this very first live kind of DJ party? Well, I, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, AJ. Okay. All right. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, it was a really cool experience to, you know, kind of think out of the box and do something like that. Um, we were we were watching it, but we were also doing a puzzle at the same time, and my wife and I were, were jamming the whole time we were doing the puzzle. Um, so, you know, it gives people the opportunity to move around a little bit, and if you felt the need to, you get up and dance. Um, but, no, it was, it was an awesome time. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. Um, my son and I, we were – we were just sitting at the table, uh, just playing games on our phone. Uh, but while we were listening to the music, and then you know I was getting up and, and acting s silly, um, 
And my son was like, hey, uh, you can calm down. You're going to hurt yourself, you know, because it, even though you weren't around everyone, seeing the response on the on the screen while you're doing it and listening to the music, you know, it, it just it made you feel like you were at a party at a dance uh, pretty much, especially when you had other people around you. So it was yeah. pretty cool. I think that's that was the this the whole point of, of putting on one of those live things was we give everybody the, the live interaction um that you know we're all missing at this point with our athletes and and everyone else around the state so so putting putting on that live kind of dj party thing was it was an awesome thing and, and giving out awards to our athletes who you know who have been participating uh in so connected for this whole time and and let's give a quick shout out to to one of our athletes that have has been competing on this every oh, yes. single day. Every uh, day. Sean Lindsay out there. That's right. Yes, definitely. Any, Sean did any the challenge, challenge we challenge had. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, he, he was talking everything. smack. Yeah. <laughs> he was letting you know he was coming for you. But oh, yeah, Sean does right. everything. <laughs> so, yeah, Sean Lindsay, Area 4. Um, not only, I mean, not only has he done all of this, but he, he is not afraid to let you know that he plays on three different teams out there in Area 4. So, you know, he is very competitive. And he his whole thing, not only is he competitive, he just loves the, the, the interaction and being around people. So oh, yeah. uh, he likes to give a shout-out to all of his team. Yeah, but I'd like to add to that. You know, he's he's one of our um, statewide outs committee members, um, and he's – very active in, in coming up with ideas um, that athletes want to see throughout the state. Um, you know, him, Bruce, Ian, all of those guys are, are very good um, working together and, and figuring out, you know, things that athletes want to bring to the staff so that we can make sure that we are taking care of what they want and what, what they need um, as we go through competition season. Yeah, most, most definitely. Yeah. So let Let's talk about let's let's kind of change our topic here for a second. Let's get into to volunteers and and from from the point of a staff member, AJ, why why should the community volunteer be a part of our so connected program? Well, you know, I think the big thing is, you know, right now we can't all be together, right? That's, you know, the big theme of of why this whole thing came about in the first place, but it's something for our volunteers to still be able to interact with our athletes and, and even our staff um, and still find ways to help and support um, what we do. Um, we have opportunities for volunteer programs to take over a whole section of what we do with So Connected for an entire day or a week or whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, getting getting volunteers involved will help with the ideas of, of what we're coming up with, will help with um, some of the engagement pieces that we have for our athletes and you know, in particular, getting volunteers involved will help continue to grow um, our support on the outside so that once we do come out of this quarantine, um, we haven't missed a beat. Um, so it is very important for those of you that are listening that um, we, we do appreciate our volunteers and we do want them to be involved in this. And we, we want to give you a big role in, in, in doing something like this. This is something that we want to help um, grow as we go forward, even after we're out of quarantine. So. I hope that answers the question for you, Chris, but I, I really think that our, our volunteers are, are, are crucial to continuing this program. Nailed it. Right on top of the head. Definitely. Yeah. Anything to add? I mean, you know, with us adding a lot of the virtual uh, 
games and things that we have here, uh, just like AJ said, and that's all I'll probably be doing is echoing what he was saying. But, you know, our volunteers have great ideas, um, things that we may not be thinking of to try to get these things to go off without a hiccup. You know, we need their involvement, you know, because when it comes to our competitions, they're there and given their, you know, two cents. A lot of them uh, in those competitions, that's what they do for a living. So, you know, they can come up with things that we may not have thought of. Or if we did think of, we're like, oh, no, that won't happen. It can't work. They're like, yeah, this could work. So, you know, um, yeah, they are just a key part of Special Olympics. So, no, oh, yeah, awesome. That's that's awesome. Yeah, volunteers are, are great. And, you know, my middle name is uh, Segway Master. So that's a great segue because <laughs> uh, Everett and I sat down with two volunteers from the San Antonio area. So, uh Sit back. We're going to play that uh, uh, interview for you, and, and then we'll be back with uh, Everett and AJ after that interview. So uh, enjoy it. Um, Jill Piles is our first guest that we will speak to today. So, Jill, if you would um, go into kind of how you volunteer and how you are involved uh, with Special Olympics in the organization. Yes, hi. Thank you. Um, we I actually uh, have moved to this area not too long ago. And when I started my position at the Sea Star Base, uh, Tina Sefuentes uh, contacted me for a meet and greet um, as a special, as a someone who worked at the Special Olympics and wanted to uh, get some things happening with them and more exposure down in the Galveston area. And uh, and so my company as well uh, was looking for exposure. So we got together. Um, we just started talking and. Uh, just started creating lots of different things that we could bring to the area to uh, help broaden the Special Olympics um, exposure and the things that we could do to bring to the island. Um, and it was also like you know, something that our company was thrilled to do. Um, and also, you know, it helped. It would help. We're, we're a newer company as well, so it helped us with some exposure. So it was really a win-win for both of us. Um, but but through meeting her. And in getting involved with the Special Olympics through the company, I also personally started getting involved with the, the Special Olympics. Uh, for instance, when uh, you we had, there was the uh, the polar plunge, and I sponsored a an athlete, um, Charlotte Haynes, and um, it was actually her birthday too. So we brought down birthday gear and uh, got her all all dressed up uh, for her big day and uh, went right alongside of her. And uh, we did the polar plunge together, um, and it was really cool. She was so proud, and um, it, it was great to be a part of. It kind of gave me the the bug, the Special Olympics bug, to just be a part of it. And then from thereafter, um, I kind of talked to Tina and just said, "Hey, you know, if there is ever a time you're in a bind and you need some help, um, please, you know, let me know." Um, and so then there was a, a dinner right before this past golf outing. Uh, a fundraiser dinner. And so I went and I volunteered for there as well um, and helped in different positions that she needed uh, that evening. Um, so, and it's just great to see all the Olympians show up and, and all the support. And it, it just really uh, is a feel good thing. That's awesome. I mean, and I see that, you know, you're the special events manager at the Sea Star Base. So can you tell our listeners what the Sea Star Space and Base is in Galveston and what y'all do? Yeah, we, we're. We are a nonprofit, so we help educate. We're right on the water, so we help educate youth um, uh, on the maritime and aquatic programs. But we also have adaptive programs for physically and mentally challenged people. 
um, and which we thought was a perfect fit for um, Special Olympics because we have um, we have such a facility for sailing and fishing and boating, um, where we could do a lot of things uh, uh, with the athletes um, to get them involved um, and, and, and bring competition uh, to our facility as well and, and, and use it for that. But not only are we um, nonprofits, but my side with the event, um, the events that we do there helps offset um, our mission uh, to for these programs that we do. So it makes it affordable for anyone to be a part of. Oh, that's great. That sounds like a great program that we're involved with down there. Um, and I would definitely like to learn more about it on yeah, my end, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, but that sounds awesome. But let's uh, let's head over to Laura now. Laura is the president uh, of the board of directors of the Sunshine Center. Uh, Laura, if you would kind of go into how you are involved in Special Olympics, uh, kind of what your organization does also, and if they're also involved with us. Okay, so actually – we were just starting to get involved with Special Olympics. We had just met with Tina Sapuentes, and we had a, a kind of a family day where the um, clients could come out. And I'll, I'll back up and talk about who our clients are at the Sunshine Center. We're an adult day hab of individuals with developmental delays. And so they come there Monday for Friday through Friday for activities. We have all kinds of activities. And we were looking for to marry up with the Special Olympics program and um, brought in Tina, one of our board members, Debbie Diaz, brought in Tina. And so we were just getting started with this. And all of a sudden, we were shut down. And so uh, we are ready to gear up as soon as we can. Um, we're really excited about that. Our, um, they, our clients have participated in activities before similar to it. And we needed a more structured program. And Tina was um, coming in and offering that to us. So we're excited to get started when we can. <laughs> That's what we want to do. Oh, yeah. No, I think we, we all hear you. We're all, we're all wanting to get started back up. Yeah. Um, but so since, y'all, since Laura, since y'all are just brand new and just starting to get, you know, involved with Special Olympics, you kind of talked about it, how you needed kind of more of a structured program, things like that. Was that the main thing that drew you to Special Olympics in your organization? Uh, yeah, we need, we are a nonprofit, of course, and we need the, the assistance in someone. We've had individuals before, but we are looking for people who can do it for free, who can come in and help our athletes and guide them in the right direction and provide them with the structure and the uh, volunteers that come along with it and the equipment that comes along with it and those types of things. Because we have individuals who can't afford, you know, the outside things and the outside activities. And so that's why we try to keep all the activities we can and while they're at the day have during the day and then try to get the families involved in that and, you know, present them with whatever we can any opportunities we can give them especially to get out in the community and do things and be seen and be heard because the more people see us and hear what we do that helps us yeah uh, in the past yeah, yeah. I've, done, I've helped do, i've been involved in some fundraisers so there's the one where you jump in the water in january for special olympics so on the flip side of that i've been able to be you know a, um, a participant 
in that and help raise money. But, yeah, we're just waiting to gear up at the Sunshine Center. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, kind of like all of us, yeah. Um, Jill, I, you said you've been a part of Special Olympics and you've moved down here and you've and you've been to maybe an area competition and things like that. What 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 do you want the people to know about Special Olympics and the events that that Special Olympics put on, like you know the atmosphere and, and what it does for our athletes? Oh, the that the atmosphere of the Special Olympics events that you put on are are amazing. The very first one I went to um, was uh, back in October for Over the Edge, and I had no idea what to expect. Um, and it, well, first of all, it was amazing to, to go over the edge and, and participate in that. It was an experience. Uh, it was like a bucket list moment for me. But uh, the, the music and the energy that, that was going on that day was so much fun. And it was so exciting. And they had, you know, when you showed up, they had athletes there that you could meet and take pictures with. Um, and then that's what kind of got me geared up. And then the next event um, that I did in January was the polar plunge. Um, and again, the same thing. Every event that that I've been to so far with the Special Olympics, they there's just such an energy that goes on, um, and it's contagious. And I know, like I my, I had my husband there with me, and we just looked at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, we've got to get a bigger group here next year. Now that we know what it's all about, um, what's happening, um, and so so and, and even even at the fundraiser uh, dinner before the golf outing, uh, it's just uh, there's just such a a great feeling and to hear these athletes speak and tell their story. Um, it's just, uh, it's just something that makes you uh, want to be a part of. Wow. Y'all, y'all chose the both extreme sides of the events that mm-hmm. we put on going over the edge and then the polar plunge. Definitely. The, t- the two extremes that give you a rush. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That, going over the edge was, was something else. I loved it. No, yeah, we when we held the over the edge here up here in Dallas, and that was a, an awesome event. I mean, Everett was there; he could probably talk about it too. Some, yeah, it was. Um, for me, it was. It brought back a little bit of memories. Uh, you know, not not as bad. I used to do uh, rappelling with the military, but to be able to stand over the edge and just, you know, just look over as well as look up while we're taking um, photographs of people coming down to the music. It was it was pretty uh, exciting. And even like the small details that they have you do where you can choose your song that you go over the wall to, you know, just things like that. It's just really, really well done events. Most definitely. Yes. I think we all, all agree that it was a, a great event. Um, Laura, uh, talk, talk about some of the experience that you've had with special Olympics uh, events. You've gone to uh, what you've seen it done for your clients and, and, and things like that. Kind of, kind of what special Olympics does for, for, for the community that's, you know, that helps with those with intellectual disabilities and those clients and those athletes as well. Yeah, so um, the Polar Plunge was the one I had been involved with before. And so, Jill, you need to reach out to me because I'm going to get a bunch of groups there this next time. So we definitely want to be part oh, of that. that's great. Time. And I can have – I know several groups that would be very interested in that. So um, I know that the few times that we have had our clients go out, they I mean, they're just so giddy, so happy. Um, I know with the Polar Plunge, exactly how Jill felt. Um, they had We had some uh, special needs speakers, and, of course, they didn't want to give up the microphone. 
But, you know, I was trying to choke back the tears. It means so much to them, you know, to bowl or to just to get out and just to be amongst their peers and to cheer each other on. It's just, it's just amazing the feeling just to watch them get so excited about something, you know, that we take for granted. Um, so, you know, it's an important program. Um, there's just so many great things that can come out of it. Um, our clients enjoy it. I, their parents, their guardians appreciate it. Uh, and it's something they can always look back on it and remember and, you know, have that feeling, just like anybody who would be involved in sports. You know, the college, you go to high school and you have the letterman jacket that's falling apart. You know, you, you have those memories, and it creates memories for them, too. No, yeah. I, th- I think we all feel the same thing of, of how – this impacts our athletes, how this program impacts our athletes. And, and as volunteers like yourselves, how, how you impact our athletes. And, and you know, because they love seeing the faces of volunteers uh, that come out to their events and, and, and cheer them on and, and, and help them and, and know that they are special. And 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 it's just an amazing feeling to feel that. Um, but, what, yeah. Jill, what would you want to let the community know? People – in the community that that aren't aware of special olympics and aren't aware of what we do what would you want if you just met a stranger on the street what would you tell them about special olympics i would tell them um i would tell them to to actually to first just get involved in one of the just show up and go to one of the events um and just witness what what happens at one of these events because that will it will change it'll one of these events will change their life and it will open up their eyes to um uh, what, what a wonderful thing that this uh special olympics does for people um and from there um they'll be guided through to a whole new a whole new route um of of, of their understanding and what they probably would want to get involved with Awesome. Uh, Laura, kind of the same thing to you. In, in your own words, uh, why should people volunteer for Special Olympics? Because as, as a staff member, we kind of we have it down as, as a, almost a rehearsed lines what we tell people because we're telling people the same thing all the time. But we want to we hear from a, a volunteer. What, why should people volunteer for Special Olympics? Um, I think it should be a requirement that everyone volunteer uh, because once once you're around these individuals and you see their appreciation for everything, it changes your perspective. Um, I know my place of employment recently, they started a volunteer program. So if it's during working hours, you get up to your uh, entire work day to go out and volunteer for nonprofits. And it has changed things tremendously. Uh, people are begging, you know, to get on the list and you have the ability to search it. But Everyone should just do this. Everyone should bring their children out to help, to watch. And it'll, it, I think it'll change the way we treat people, have respect for individuals with disabilities. Um, it's just a feeling that you can't purchase. Um, it's a feeling you just get just by watching them. Um, I just everyone should do it. Great points. No, fantastic points there of why people should get out and volunteer for Special Olympics. And, and I mean, you can say that for, for any organization that's out there, for a nonprofit or anything. Anybody should just get out and, and volunteer their time. 
um, for anything out there. If people make it a family event and engage their entire family in that, then you grow up with adult volunteers because their their children see what their parents volunteered for, and, and you you kind of leave that legacy to your children, and they want to be involved in these types of volunteer programs, and it just it really helps and it really means something. So, so what do y'all think about our our new program, our So Connected program? Uh, I know uh, y'all are both kind of try, y'all are both keeping active, like we want our athletes to be, and and that's a great segue that we have Everett here, who is a lead and our So Active part of So Connected. But, but Laura, what what do you think about the So Connected uh, program that we've started? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, uh, Tina interviewed me, you know, a little shout out to the athletes and things like that. And I've tried to go, I'm trying to get some people um, like that, but I've actually kind of, uh, I tried to steal a little bit of it because <laughs> I was like, so our clients can't come to the day hub right now. And I'm like, we've got to get connected. Look, they're doing something. Uh, we've got to get connected. So I started last week doing a little video shout out and, trying to get some things that our clients don't can't understand mentally why they can't come to the center. And so they're struggling a little bit. So I really, I really like what y'all are doing, you know, trying to stay connected, trying to stay informed, just putting tidbits out there, letting people know, Hey, we're still here. You know, we care and um, just staying connected any way you can. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think what you guys are doing is brilliant because um, it may be sort of the, even though we'll, we'll get back to some rep resemblance of what we were before, I think going forward, um, being more uh, social more social media and doing things more virtually um, is going to be something that everyone needs to be up on. And you guys, I think, are ahead of the curve on this, and uh, and I think it's fabulous. Thank y'all, and thank y'all for your work that, that y'all do uh, with volunteering. Uh, we do appreciate it as an organization when you're getting your clients and, and our athletes out there to experience new things, and you're coming on and helping us. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Great volunteers down there uh, helping and supporting our uh, our, our so connected program like they talked about and just our program in general, and they're just waiting like the rest of us to get back into the uh, – the kick of things and, and getting back to normal like like we all are um talk about some sports news we were talking about this earlier um an idea that came to our head uh if anybody's watching if anybody is big sports fanatics like most of the staff here at special olympics is the horse challenge that happened on espn that was pretty cool to watch it was it definitely was some people that you i would have won to win. what was that, that AJ? AJ goes i would have won <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I know there was a bunch of NBA players, but, you know, I would have won that. They were just trying – I mean, they were trying to be nice to each other and, you know, not not going to their strong suit, you know. Yeah. So the only one that did uh, – and I, I say his name wrong every time uh, – the guy from Chicago, he wanted to put Paul Pierce out. He was like, I can't dunk, so I'm going to – Oh, Zach Levine? Yeah, Zach Levine. He Instead of dunking, he was still trying to – he was still trying to do things that was – catering to him so i like that they didn't if they paired if they paired people up against people that they did not like when they played with them so like if they put lebron and draymond green up against each other that would have been funny <laughs> you know there would have actually been some trash trash talk there 
But, you know, it was a good concept, and, I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big Pistons fan, for those of you that don't know. And so seeing Chauncey Billups beat Trey Young was yeah. pretty awesome to see. Yeah. Um, now, and then also their, 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 their 2K tournament that they're putting on now, too, with NBA stars. See, I didn't know that. I mean, um, that. That that's a pretty cool deal. I mean, and AJ, you're on that other com- you're on another committee here with Special Olympics, kind of the esports committee here, and then that was kind of a cool idea to take from that and how we're trying to implement that now. Yeah. So um, just and Everett is also on that committee too now. Um, but we, um, you know, we are looking at a few different sports to get or a few different games to get started with. Um, you know, we realize that a lot of our athletes like the game, and I'll be honest, so do I. Um, I think we all do. It's a it's a way to pass the time. Uh, I I I'll admit that I've been trying to hone in my uh, Rocket League skills here lately. Yeah, me too. <laughs> nice. I'm a I'm a big proponent of 2K, and you know I play Fortnite and a few other games, Madden. Um, but you know, so like I said, we're trying to get started with a couple. We're we're um, looking into how we can set those kinds of tournaments up. We're also looking to get some um, some phone games, some cell phone games like. Temple Run and things like that up to where we can just track high scores because um, we do realize that some of our athletes are um, more um, capable of, of playing phone games or enjoy phone games more. Um, so you know we want to make sure we have all those opportunities on the table. But we're gonna we're gonna try to start with you know a team sport whether it's 2K, Madden, FIFA, whatever it is, and we're also gonna try to start um, you know with the general online play type of game like Fortnite or, or Apex Legends or things like that. So. Um, it is exciting. Uh, we're we're on the ground and running, at least trying to get some ideas on how we can actually put those things together. And we definitely want to get those out to our community and our athletes soon. We're going to try to get some unified matches going. We're going to try to have, you know, maybe some two-on-two, two, um, 2K, um, or, or other games that we may be able to look at, um, going with maybe one of our law enforcement officers and an athlete at the time, you know, and then make that a tournament. So, a lot of cool things coming out of that. Um, like I said, we're in the early stages right now. So, Everett, if you have anything to add, you're more than welcome. No, nah, I think you said it all. I mean, this is just another another avenue that, you know, some of us have been thinking about for a while. But because of the situation that's going on, it brought it all to the forefront. And uh, as I stated earlier, this isn't something that's going to just be here just for now. This is something that we're looking at keeping the involvement going from now on. So yeah, no, yeah, and it's, it's a, another great step into what Special Olympics is going to offer, because you know that's the way the world's moving. It's moving to the electronics, and and there are more and more, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, esport gamers out there and things like that. And I think this is a great a great stepping point for us. And and, and if one good thing came out of the situation that we're in is that we're moving into this virtual yeah. world and, and 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 offering more to our athletes to to what they like and and what they want to see. And I think also this this goes to what um, our CEO, Tim, has been saying a lot. Um, everyone feels that Special Olympics is just about uh, sports. Yes, that's one of our main focuses is sports. But we want everyone to know that, you know, our athletes can do more than just sports. You know, um, as I was telling you earlier with SO Extra, you know, you may have some people out there in the community that loves to to build robots and things of that nature. That's pulling everything out to the forefront to show everyone's ability, um, you know. And like I said, you know, this is something that 
We all as a staff, we're all behind. We're pushing it. We're excited because it's going to go on. Um, you know, there we have some some of us have a shirt or a postcard that we've given out. And it says uh, disability. And at the at the uh, front of it, it scratches out the dis and puts ability. So um, for those of you all who don't know, I'm a professional wrestler. And uh, uh, one of my uh, shirts that I had someone uh, make, I was coming out to the, the ring and it says, don't diss my ability, you know. So, you know, it's just some of those things right there that we can use our weaknesses as our strengths and show other people and get them involved as well. Yeah. Guys, I got a, I got a sidebar here real quick. Um, I just Go for it. hands with my phone and drop my phone on my nose try to be as quiet as possible, but it does not feel great. going to throw that out there. <laughs> nice nice that's, that's, i didn't interrupt uh, everett i i kept my cool but i switched <laughs> no did, you did you me. did you like did i had no idea my that you did that. right in my nose like right on the side of it <laughs> oh man it's like yeah it's like it's like when you're watching a movie on netflix or something with your phone and you drop yeah. it yeah it's just like yeah that. worse it's just like the absolute worse he's it worse <laughs> Oh my gosh! But we can't get past the point that Everett said he was a professional wrestler, and you know we're gonna put you on the spot. Give it, give us a piece of of whatever it sounds like when he's wrestling. I'm still this cool, calm. No, uh, I'm still I'm cool, still calm, cool, and calm, collected. and collected. Yeah. No, but I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this, AJ. You better remember, you're talking to the man, the one and only, the original, highly imitated, never duplicated. MVP. Yes, the original MVP. Not that chump on WWE. The original. The one that started it all. Nice. Nice. He came after you, AJ. He didn't come after I know. me. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> You're talking to the original yes. ultimate MVP. The UMVP. Ultimate. Ultimate is Trump. Just the regular MVP. So don't you come at me sideways. Oh my gosh. On that yes. note, I'll just have to turn tail then. Oh man. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We appreciate y'all coming on and talking about the different programs that we're starting here at Special Olympics. Right, thank you for having us, man. Thank oh, you thank for having you. us. This is awesome. All right. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. Uh, we have a new episode come out every week on Wednesdays at noon. So make sure you're jumping online and checking us out. Also, don't forget about our So Connected program, which is all on social media. Uh, this week, we started our brand new live stream workouts with our So Connected discipline uh, through So Connected. Also, don't forget about the virtual run um, that we're holding on our website. Uh, Everett's still here with me. Do you know more about the virtual AJ run? AJ is the, more, the, the one with the information with the virtual run. Yeah, AJ, go into our virtual run for us for a second. Um, yes. Uh, I do not have all of the information, but I can give you a little bit on it. I do know that um, we are, you know, taking steps to have everybody um, join that. Um, obviously, you know, we want athlete participation, but as our partners and um, communities get involved as well, um, you can kind of run anywhere. Um, you can set your own lap. You can set your own pace. You just you can run a 5K, I believe, or I think it's two miles is the other one. Um, 
but you know whatever it is that you want to do you're more than welcome to do so um you know everybody's kind of I, at least my wife and I, we've been walking our dog every day when it's not cold or raining. Um, so I know everyone has their own routes um, and want to do that. So if you want to go on to the SOTX website, we do have that 5K run up. Um, but it is a virtual 5K, so everybody is not together, obviously, as we as we continue to go through this time. Um, but it is a time where everyone could do an activity together, um, and we can bring it all together on one platform. Yeah, awesome. So jump on our website and just that is the thing is twenty dollars to uh, join in on the run. But if you're part of a UCS school, it is free, and we have codes for you on that. Um, but make sure you're checking out all of our different programs that we are offering. Uh, this podcast, so connected, virtual run, and and there are multiple different things on our website that you can check out. Uh, but thanks for joining us, and we hope to catch you for our next one. This podcast is made possible by our statewide partners. Those statewide partners are the Law Enforcement Torch Run Community. HEB Tournament of Champions, Food Town, Independent Buyers Co-op, Knights of Columbus, City of Richardson Corporate Challenge, Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution. (laughs)